and welcome to End Goals, an LCMS Youth Ministry Podcast. I'm host Reverend Mark Kiesling, and I'm with DCE Juliana Schultz. We are here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life. Today, we hear from hosts of LCMS Servant Events and their impact on the lives of youth and those they serve. We know that service work is a key component of healthy youth ministry. Service inside the church, in the community, and on longer intensive weeks like sermon events give youth a chance to live out their faith through work, through the work of the Holy Spirit, and build relationships that keep them tied to their congregations. I know I've been blessed over the course of, I think I went on my first trip when I was 14, uh, to do more than 20 short-term sermon events in my life. And, and each one of them has been an amazing opportunity to share the gospel and to dig into God's word. Uh, even this summer, I got to join the Yabs at their servant event at, at Camp Restore Detroit. Um, and they do that on the years without a gathering. Mm-hmm. And it was a busy time in the summer, but it was so much joy to serve alongside those passionate young adults in our church body and to hear how God is working in their lives. Uh, yes, I attended an LCMS CERN event at Camp Linhaven in North Carolina this summer, and it was great to meet youth and adults from, boy, North Carolina, Florida, Missouri, Indiana, all across the country. And it was awesome to see their relationships that were formed and certainly across the congregations and there at that place and the joy that they had in serving the people around Linville. I know there were many people who were impacted by the hour served, the work that was accomplished, and the smiles and laughs shared by the youth. And that's a great legacy of LCMS Youth Ministry, that for over 40 years, we have provided LCMS service events at LCMS camps and congregations and districts and recognized service organizations. Lord of the Lakes Lutheran Church in Forest Lake, Minnesota, is a host of one LCMS servant event called Heart of a Servant, and we have two of the event leaders with us today. Reverend K- Craig, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Of course, it mess up six times now. Lord of the Lakes Lutheran Church in Forest Lake, Minnesota is a host of one LCMS servant event called The Heart of a Servant. And we have two of the event leaders with us today. Reverend Craig Bertram is pastor at Lord of the Lakes and serves as the event coordinator for Heart of a Servant. He has been pastor at Lord of the Lakes since 1999. Craig is married and has four adult children and one wonderful grandchild. He loves archaeology, biblical-related travel, and playing with drones. Shelly Carlson has served as Youth and Education Director at Lord of Lakes since 1991. She and her husband own and operate an equipment rental business. In her free time, she likes to ice fish, kayak, camp, and love on her two grandsons. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. So Shelly, we got to hear a little bit about you briefly in the intro, but tell us something more about your vocations, your role in youth ministry, and other things that bring you joy. Uh, Well... Uh, like Mark said, uh, Scott and I own and operate an equipment rental store, um, which takes up a lot of time. I also like to, uh, uh, youth worker at Lord of the Lakes for a really long time too. Um, and, um, I love serving events and I love, Equipment. I was just talking to someone the other day about <laughs> equipment, and I said, those are the, the two things I love most. They're servant events and equipment. You get me talking on either one, and uh, you have to listen for a really long time. And so I'm, guessing they, what, I'm that, guessing they go hand in hand. Yeah, they, they kind of do go hand in hand. <laughs> and, like, oh, and the gathering. Yeah. I love the gathering. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. we're, we're really blessed Rock that 
We're really blessed. Shelly shares that passion as a part of our Sermon Event Committee. You might have heard her on the podcast. I think you've been on the podcast one other time or heard her speak at the Gathering International talking to other people about Sermon Events as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That's another one of my favorite things to do is just talk about Sermon Events all over the place. (laughs) Awesome. We love it. Well, Pastor Bertram, one of the things we love to hear from ministry leaders is about their junior and senior high school years. Can you share for us how Jesus used a key moment or moments or people to bring you close to him or the church? I'm going to choose the last part of that question and say people. Great. Um, I grew up probably in, I grew up in a way that probably not a lot of pastors, I was not connected to the church. Okay. Um, And uh, I was, part of a different denomination and pretty lapsed. Um, and I met my now wife, Marjorie, um, in high school. And I asked her out on a Wednesday evening and, uh, it was Advent and she said, I, I'm not going, I can't go out. I'm going to a soup supper and to worship. And, uh, and she said kind of in a wonderful way, why don't you come with me and we'll go out after, (laughs) And, uh, and so I got connected to the church through asking a girl out on a date. I love it. And, uh, (laughs) and look what snowballed from that. (laughs) Um, But, but it's funny because I look at that experience and I think what a great thing for a youth person to know that, that, that witness can, can change the outcome of somebody's life Absolutely. and, uh, and simply just saying, Hey, yeah, we'll go out to country kitchen after church if you want. Yeah. Um, so that's what we did every Wednesday through the it. season of Advent. And, uh, that's how I kind of got connected to the church and, uh, and, and a love for the church. Wow. That's, that's an awesome story. <laughs> Uh, you both get to work with young people, particularly on your sermon event, but all year round. What do you love about working with young people and their parents in the congregation and in the community? I, I you know, I'm kind of a kid myself, and I I love to play, and I love to to play games with kids. And my daughter used to help me with a group that we have called Cool Kids, and she'd always say to me. And what is this game going to teach us about God today, Mom? <laughs> and um, that's kind of funny because I, I use games to uh, let kids know how much Jesus loves them and how important they are to God. And and I can always kind of make that happen somehow or other. And I just, I, I love doing that. And I love showing kids that being a Christian and following Jesus is a lot of fun. And you can get a lot of joy out of uh, living our life for Christ. Mm-hmm. That that just is fun. Nice. Fantastic. How about you, Pastor Bertram? You know, kind of, uh, I don't think many pastors get to get to be so involved in youth ministry as I get to sometimes, but uh, um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a great blessing. And maybe it's just that I'm, I'm paired up with Shelly, uh, <laughs> but I, but to, to to form a relationship with the youth of the church, to to have such an an open possibility of of sharing with them, I don't know if there's ever been a servant event or a 
a driving to the National Youth Gathering or or any of the, the things that we are privileged to do with the kids where some kid hasn't pulled up next to me and said, hey, Pastor, I want to ask you this question. Mm. And and it provides them with that opportunity to to ask their questions, to to voice their concerns. And that as a pastor should give you goosebumps yeah, of, of joy. And, and I, I said it before about the gathering. I think the gathering and servant events, um, winter youth retreats, confirmation, it, all of those youth things that, that I am privileged to, to be able to be part of it. It helps me to form that relationship where kids feel like they can ask me those, those questions. And, and that gives me a lot of excitement. Awesome. As we said in the opening, Lord of the Lakes hosted an LCMS servant event this summer. Can you tell us a little bit about who attended your servant event this year? Uh, We had three different congregations uh, attend and work with our youth group. Um, there was one from South Dakota, Missouri, and Kansas. And Kansas. Awesome. Yeah. So it, it uh, it's kind of nice, you know, we're in the Midwest, obviously, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're kind of, it's nice that we're at a central location. We can pull people in from all over the country to come in and, and serve in our community. Uh, it's a great time for the kids to come together and realize that they can serve Christ um, and make a really big impact in someone's life. It's 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 a lot of fun for the kids. They get um, the the gathering. It's a lot of fun for kids too. But I think serving events are on a different level. And once again, you can get you can build more closer relationships with mm-hmm. each other you can build uh i know this past one i have a couple of kids that um uh it's kind of funny because i became a grandmother they called me grandma shelly all during the serving event i kind of liked it but uh, <laughs> I, was su- I was surprised she liked it <laughs> <laughs> but um uh i've texted them and they've texted me and uh they're back in, in college now, and, and I think that that's kind of a cool thing to be able to have those relationships with mm-hmm. kids from other congregations and have them know that there's other people that um, can mentor them and be a part of their life and, and care and can pray for them as well. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, so many things are different between our LCMS servant events. Each one is a little bit unique. It's run by a different host. Um, and some things can look different based on location or time of year, or type of service, or even your event from year to year might look a little different. But just to give us a snapshot, can you give us a description of the week of Heart of a Servant? Uh, what's the general schedule? Uh, what work is accomplished? Uh, what kind of community building and discipling activities take place over that week? I'll talk first. You talk first. So our event focuses on uh, serving the elderly, mm-hmm. low-income veterans, and handicapped people. Okay. Um, and basically, it comes down to we want to help people 
do the work that they can stay in their homes that they possibly can't do themselves, mm-hmm. financially can't afford. Um, and so that's how we advertise our event is that we're going to, we're going to work in these situations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we have the kids come, I'll give just a brief description. You can go into the details. Okay. Um, we, our event runs Sunday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the youth arrive on Sunday evening. Um, we start out with community building, um, welcoming, kind of just forming those early relationships where you can get to know each other's names. And um, one of the big focuses for us as an event site is that we like the whole group to form community together. And, and we try to mix them up and get them not so they're just hanging out with their friends from their own youth group, but intermixed and mingled throughout. And, and our goal by the end of the week is that we would form one large community um, together. And it wouldn't be that you're from this church or that church, but you're, you're serving together as fellow Christians and, and to help them to see that they're part of a bigger church <laughs> and, and that they can work in that universal church. Um, so that's the beginning. It all starts on Sunday night. Um, Monday, we hit the road running. Um, Monday is a work day. Monday through Thursday, we work and, uh, and we do four work days. We, we get the kids here by seven. Uh, they, they do all of, uh, their own kind of lunch packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, we get breakfast is here at the church. And, and they pack their lunch. We break them out into work groups. We do the devotion that, uh, Synod provides mm-hmm. and, and we kind of do our own special tweaks with that. Shelly and I always incorporate a little, a little skit into it somehow. <laughs> and, uh, and it runs through the whole week and it's, it's always kind of the kids are like, who are these people and what are they doing? <laughs> um, and as the week goes on and, we plan them later and later in the evening. They, they get a little more silly, more silly as, as the week goes on. Um, but we think they're funny. Um, so um, we, we do that. Then we send them out to their work sites. They work up until like three 30. And uh, then they quickly go to host homes, um, get showered and cleaned. Um, we have a philosophy that we like to work hard and then play hard. Mm-hmm. So every evening we have a rec activity plan um, where we're going to go and do something and play games and build community and get to know each other and enjoy each other's company. And then at the end of the night, we do a recap um, of what happened during that day, kind of a debriefing, um, blessings, uh, difficulties, um, all of that. Um, and and that goes Monday through Thursday. Um, Friday is a fun day, a fun day, a wreck day. Um, this last year we went canoeing Yep, and, uh, and we enjoyed kind of a a picnic outside. Um, Mm -hmm. and then what did we do in the evening? We went bowling and went to an arcade and had pizza and, um, then we did a brief Closing at the end. Closing at the end. And so that's kind of our week in a nutshell. I kind of went into more detail than I anticipated. That's okay. You forgot an important aspect. Okay. All right. 
every night when the kids come back to the church, we do Bible study oh. with them. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> now he's playing at least an hour of Bible study on. And uh, that is, we also use the uh, Bible study uh, from Synod. Uh, mm-hmm. We really feel like that Synod provides a good devotion and Bible study that just ties everything together. Um, and we, uh, we also give our participants a lot of bling, some party toys. Um, and then and I do that thing. But um, that we like to use the theme of the Bible study throughout the whole week. Mm-hmm. And um, all of the little trinkets that we give them, uh, say, heart of a servant, and all have... Uh, the message of what the Bible study devotion is for the week. Awesome. Yeah. We like to tie it all together. Great. A question about, um, your, you're bringing in these young people into this event, obviously. And like, I'd love to hear how you build community. They're getting to know new people, but then there's something about the service too, that takes place. I think, uh, for a young person to come give up of a week to serve another, another person, maybe in another part of the country, what impact have you seen or, um, maybe something specifically that was focused at a servant event or mission trip, uh, apart from even your event that maybe you've been on, where have you seen those that impact a young person in their life with Christ or their life in community? Probably my favorite story, and and I think you'll you'll like this, is that one year I was going to serve an event training, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in the airport in St. Louis, and we were we were waiting to get on the Metrolink, uh-huh. and a young lady walked up to me and said, "Are you Pastor Bertram?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah." <laughs> she said, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, who are you? (laughs) And and she said, I went to one of your servant events years ago. And and she said her name. I I don't recall her name right now. But she went to servant event training to be a youth leader. We were both going to servant event training. And and I thought, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, that one of the kids would remember my name or who I was even, and then go into church work and lead a servant event. Um, that really was a, a powerful moment of, of what servant events can do in somebody's life. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it gets a whole lot better than <laughs> that. Right? <laughs> right? Uh, yes. How, I mean, we know that there's a ton of impact for the young people who attend. How has Lord of the Lakes and the community of Forest Lake, where you are, been impacted by the service of the youth and adults from across the country? And are there any kind of the long-term impacts you've seen as a congregation because you are a servant event host? First, you tell the story about kid. Okay. So, um, and one of my favorite stories about uh, finding work for a, a servant event. Um, one day, uh, this person comes into my store, as I just mm-hmm. said, you know, earlier that my husband and I run an equipment rental store. 
And he says, um, I need to get a chainsaw chain made. And so can you make one for me? I said, yeah, it'll just take a few minutes. And um, I started talking to him about what he was going to do for the day. And he was telling me that he was going to his um, son's uh, mother-in-law's house to do some work. And she had all kinds of work to do. And she had cancer. And she was divorced, recently divorced. And she had all these other health problems. And had um, an adult child with special needs. And just didn't know how she was going to get all this work done. And interestingly enough, we needed work that week, that year. And we were really short uh, a house to work on. And I said to him, oh, hey, um, well, I'm, I do this thing called servant events. And youth come from around the country to come and they work on people's homes. And I'm wondering if maybe we could come and make her home be one of our homes to work on. And he was like, what? Are you kidding me? I can't even believe this. He goes, you know what? I was, I drove past your store. I got about a mile away and I said to myself, I bet they make chainsaw chain at All Seasons Rental. I'm going to go back there. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is crazy. And so we went and we did, um, we met with, uh, um, I'll, I'll say Kim, and we went and Pastor and I met with her and um, we ended up using her uh home site as one of our work sites that year and we did some she had a lot of work that needs to be done um we did we did some deck work and some painting and some uh, a lot of yard work for her and then pastor and i always go out to the homeowners um after the event is over and when we went to kim she said you know um Thank you so much. I can't believe all the things that God accomplished here. But it really made me feel that God hasn't forgotten about me. Mm. And we that just really struck us that mm -hmm. it was such, it was just so cool that the way that it happened and how, you know, I really felt like God had a hand in uh, us doing work at her home. And her opening up and talking to us and, and the kids and, and the kids mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the kids were able to share their faith with her. And um, it was just an incredible experience that year with that. It's great. Yeah. It was pretty cool. We've had many opportunities over the years. Shelly and I like, we gave our criteria before about the events we or the, the work sites we tried to find. We tried to find meaningful work mm -hmm. um, for the event. We try to find people who are genuinely in need, who aren't just taking advantage. Um, but over the years, we have been really privileged to 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 touch people's lives, and and we still see them. And mm -hmm. see them about town, and and the they're so grateful, and they know the faith of the kids, and and how it was done, and why it was done, and and uh, we're able to witness to that in in such a crazy, powerful way that it's just it's it's such a, a joy that yeah. we're able to do that. The cool part about certain events is that we get to share our faith with the homeowners. Um, 
in kind of a different way than what mm -hmm. you would be able to uh, when you go and you do service in, in, a, in other ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sure too, I think you shared when we were kind of uh, preparing for this a little bit too, that how many other members of your church also invest their time in supporting the servants that come. That's got to be I think a great rallying thing, I'm sure, for the church as well to be able to support these young people in their service, but then also that ongoing connection with the homeowners that you serve. Absolutely. We, uh, we have, we're a pretty small congregation. Um, mm -hmm. We worship about 150 on a, on a Sunday over two mm -hmm. services. Mm -hmm. And uh, for us to host um, 48 youth and their adult leaders, mm -hmm. Um, and to provide breakfast and lunch and supper <laughs> yes. uh, and all the snacks um, to 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 make all of that possible, the host homes, um, the driving, the the work site. We always get people from the congregation to manage each site as well. well yeah. uh, retired people and and there's a lot of participation and a lot of donations and a lot of 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 prayer. Um, Lord of the Lakes has has one hundred percent loved and gotten behind servant events, and I believe it, it has been a huge blessing to our congregation. Mm -hmm. um, it it is it has been part of a, of many years of of saying, you know what, there's a mission opportunity mm -hmm. um, in our in our community, and it it's not it's not right here. It's it's out in the community. And, and they fully get behind it. And, and I think part of that is, is they see what can happen mm -hmm. um, out in service. They, they get behind that service themselves, but they also see that it's kids who aren't just taking and they're not just going on some trip for fun. Mm -hmm. They, they get to walk in and out of the church and, and prepare all these things. And they see the kids in Bible study. And asking questions and they see them praying and, and, and they, they get to participate and see all of that. And, and they, it, it lifts their spirits about, about kids and generations to come. Mm -hmm. And, and it's something that they can get behind and support. We, we have very generous people who, who financially and, and time wise and skills, um, support servant events in in huge ways it's it's very heartwarming yeah they, they always say pastor and i won't even be done closing the event and congregation members will be when's the next one what can i do how can i help for the next one it's like just this one <laughs> Wish this one take a nap and then we'll get but you know that that's pretty exciting when but the congregation is behind it like that, and they're just they're just so ready to have it happen again. Yeah. Well, we are thankful for congregations like Lord of Lakes, all the work that you do to provide LCMS for servant events and a place for young people to serve, and as well as like you said, the uh, opportunity it gives for the local congregation to impact their community, to build those relationships. Uh, talk to them about the gospel, invite them to church, build those relationships around a lot of different things. I love, like how you said, Pastor Bertram, you get to see these people throughout the year that you get to serve. Um, and what a blessing that is to have that long uh, lasting impact. So if, if someone is a, at a congregation or an LCMS camp or other organization, and they want to consider something like an LCMS servant event, 
maybe what are the first steps they should consider if they're thinking about it? Well, I'm going to let Shelly answer this. I'm just going to say, um, do it. (laughs) (laughs) And and jump in. Because it's, it's, it's been a life changer for Shelly and I, um, and for, for Lord of the Lakes, but Synod provides great resources and, and, you know, it took us many years to develop our servant event. Mm-hmm. We've been, I don't know how many we've done, ten, but we, it's changed over the years and it's grown to what it is now, but it all starts with, with going to servant event training mm-hmm. and getting equipped from people who have done it before. Mm-hmm. Shelly is on that servant event committee who helps train people. And, uh, and so I kind of feel like I have the like the cutting edge of, of, of training, you know, along with me. But but Shelly, tell them about Serenity Event uh, Training. Uh, yeah, join us at Serenity Event Training. It's usually in November. Mm-hmm. This year it's November fourteenth uh, through the sixteenth. Perfect. And um, you get a lot of great information on. on all the things that you need to know to have a very successful event. The rest of the members of the committee um, are all seasoned veterans uh, with servant events. And we are always so excited to share our knowledge with other people who are interested in hosting a servant event. Mm -hmm. So that to me, um, coming to, to training is the first big step. And then asking a lot of questions and being uh, getting connected with uh, one of the committee members is always an uh, important thing. And being connected uh, through youth ministry at the synodical level is always important, too. There's just uh, a lot of uh, um, support and um there's just great information resources, great resources to um, help you become successful with that. And we've talked about like the Bible study, the devotions. Um, there are materials that, that you get at training about risk management, um, forms, samples, um, very, very helpful stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we have a, a great team that puts that together. And, and I love hearing you guys talk about how that's been a huge benefit for you guys to be a host congregation. Uh, but we also want congregations to go to events that are being hosted across the country. <laughs> um, so if a youth leader is maybe never taken a young person or a group of young people to a sermon event, uh, why should they consider it? Or particularly, why should they consider LCMS sermon events? Well, first, they should come to our event. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe a better answer is <laughs> a little plug there. Uh, but really, I, I think, talk, call me. Like, I would love to talk to anybody. Talk to Shelly. Talk to anybody on the committee about um, going. And Shelly and I are convinced that more happens in the youth ministry of Lord of the Lakes mm-hmm. in a week long CERN event than in a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you form a relationship, you're in God's word, you're praying. Um, one of, one of the weird little phrases we use at Lord of the Lakes is 
And I, I introduce this every year when we have the kids that first night on Sunday. I say, you know what? I want to tell you just from the get-go that you're all here and you're thinking you're going to, this is all about the work you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I make it clear from the very beginning that it's not about the work. The work is the tool that God uses to affect growth and maturity and change and faith development and, and community. The work is really the excuse of why we're able to get together. We're going to do work. Don't get me wrong. But um, it's not the reason we're here. Mm-hmm. They were very intentional about all those other things taking place and making sure that they're the priority. And, and the work really is, is just the excuse. So back to the question, why should you go? Because we're all about wanting to develop and grow and mature kids in their understanding of God's word mm-hmm. and, and to, to affect that lifelong change of, of developing a prayer life and, and a study and being connected to a community in Christ and experiencing the joys of, of being in a, in a church youth group. Yes. But in a bigger church, the, the universal church and making those, those friendships and, and saying, you know what, when I go to the gathering next year, I'm going to look all these friends I've made up and we're going to get together and see each other. And I'm going to email them or text them or do whatever kids do to, to get connected so that we can do that and to form those bonds. Um, 100%, if you're considering it, you're a lay leader, um, you're a youth leader uh, professionally, go on an event. Um, I believe they're one of the most powerful tools we have to develop or to grow or to affect faith change in our youth. It's pretty, I love what Pastor said here. And one of the things I really love about serene events is that kids come and they think it's about the work. And we, we say it's not about the work. It's really about building a relationship with Christ. But you get kids that come that are kind of like uh, not really a part of their youth group or they don't feel like they're a part of their youth group. And they come to a serving event and they find out that they are a part mm-hmm. of their youth group, that they are a part of the community of Christ. And that is one of the, the things about uh, the materials the Bible studies and the devotions uh, that are provided through Synod that really help drive that foundation in Christ um, to get those kids to understand that they're a part of a community that is bigger than them, that is bigger than even their little congregation or their church or their big church. But that it's really about being connected to Christ. That's great. Well, again, thank you so much for all the work you do through Heart of the Servant, certainly into Lord of the Lakes too, and all the ongoing ministry that's happened there. Just as we wrap up, are there any final words of encouragement that you'd give to parents, church workers, or lay people in their work with young people? Do it. 
Well, we, again, are thankful for all that time and energy that you invest in young people in the LCMS and certainly right there at Lord of Lakes, but across the Synod. Thank you so much for hosting an LCMS CERT event and God's continued blessings as you prepare for 2024 and beyond and hosting an event. All right. Thank you. Well, you know, we love talking about sermon <laughs> events and I feel like sometimes we're, we're pretty enthusiastic about yeah. them. We are not nearly <laughs> no, as not enthusiastic <laughs> uh, as, as Pastor and Shelley are. Uh, we're so grateful that we have people uh, around Senate who, who see the value. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, mm-hmm. part of that is they get to see every year up close the impact that has on mm-hmm. young people, the impact that has on their community, the impact it has on their congregation and how God works incredibly powerfully through all of those vocations to to point people back to the gospel. Right. They're so like holistic. I mean, just you heard it through the interview that there's a lot that goes on by the work of the Holy Spirit, a certain event. You've got the people who are being served by our young people. Like I, when I saw North Carolina, I mean, to see teachers and school administrators at underserved schools say like, this is work that never would have got done if your youth didn't show up. Yeah. I mean, we got clean classrooms. We've got all these projects done that we just, we don't have staff to do this or less the teachers would have been putting in the time and now they get a rest and f- focus on their classrooms. Like there's those things that happen there where uh, the, the mercy of Christ is shown um, in so many ways to the community, but then also those community, the, the relationships that get built, that community that gets built, the time in God's word for young people to maybe disconnect from some stuff back home and be able to go someplace else and to build those Christian relationships is just awesome. And so um, like Pastor Bertram said, there, it, it's not about the work. It's about the youth. It's about those relationships. But then there's some really blessing that comes to the work too, to where the gospel gets to be shared. And people, again, like it was, like Shelly said, that people say like, God hasn't forgotten me because of God's people I'm to get to serve. So really cool stuff that happens at servant events. Yeah. And as somebody who has led servant events and brought youth groups to servant events and LCMS servant events, um, really a great opportunity, particularly for those congregations that are a little smaller to have mm-hmm. a, a slightly smaller youth group who maybe mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily have access to some of the uh, programmatic opportunities right. that we were going to see in a sermon event, um, but also a great way for them to connect with other yeah. youth from other right. locations right. Um, and to be able to build some community across that, feel a little less alone mm-hmm. um, than they do normally. So, And it's really easy. Uh, it's surprisingly <laughs> easy uh, to be able to do that. Uh, and so I uh, really want to encourage congregations to think about uh, both hosting sermon events, but also more importantly, bringing your youth to sermon mm-hmm. events. Mm-hmm. So Mark, if I'm curious about sermon events, where would I go find that information? Absolutely. Well, I'll direct them to um, just one main website, which is lcms.org slash servant events. And there that will take you if you want to look at our events. There's a link there that it can take you actually to the web uh, page that has, again, the events that you're able to link to. So so you don't register with LCMS Youth Ministry, but then that will connect you to the events that are hosting events with. That's who you reach out to, get connected with and registrar, uh, register for them. Um, but all the information is there are one place that you can find your events based on time and location, um, and the type of service and all that type of stuff. So I know already getting gearing up for 2024, we got events in Colorado, North Carolina, Minnesota, Missouri, Indiana, Michigan, multiple in some of those states, um, and possibly adding ones that if not this year, maybe next year for Idaho, Iowa, New York, and other states as well. So we're excited about that as well. There's connections to some international events that Office of International yeah. Mission does that we talked about on another podcast um, that you can connect there for information. And those can be flexible on dates too. Um, so for if that's sure. something specific you're looking for. Uh, so that's great. So just a little bit about the calendar. Uh, right now, if you look on 
on the site. The earliest one is in the week of May 26, 2024. And then the last one begins the week of uh, like in the around July 28. So two busy months of service across the country um, from LCMS server events. And then well, I'll say a little bit too. Uh, Shelly touched on it uh, and Craig mentioned some other things too about if you're interested in hosting an event. We do a training here in uh, St. Louis. Shelly said the dates, November 14th through the 16th. Um, easiest way for that is just to contact our office um, to get information from that. And we provide uh, both, we'll give you a travel stipend as well as take care of your housing and just the event itself. If you're interested in hosting, it doesn't have to be necessarily 24, maybe looking to 2025, but that's our investment that we'll make in you um, is to get you here. And so you can hear more about it and connect with other event hosts uh, to learn from them. If you have questions, certainly you can contact our office and we can even connect you up with with Shelly and the rest of our servant event team mm-hmm. who are all really passionate about service and LCMS servant events. And uh, they can talk you through everything from if you're, you're wanting to go to an event, they know most of the events mm-hmm. that we have going on, um, maybe which one works best for your group or to be able to even just to share with you about their experiences hosting. I know they love to talk about servant events, as you can yes. hear, <laughs> um, and we'd love to connect uh, you to them as well. Uh, so Juliana, can you give us maybe some information on what resources that are on youth eSource and whether that is for hosts or if they're looking to uh, attend an LCMS certain event or maybe just making service a part of their youth ministry week in, week out? Yeah. So if you go to youthesource.com backslash serve, uh, you're going to be able to get to a homepage that's got a ton of resources. Some of them are for hosts. And in fact, we have, we're just rewriting yeah. a ton of our resources to be able to go out this year for uh, new host resources. So we're going to have updated versions of those. Uh, coming soon. Uh, you can go back and look at all of the Bible study devotion packets from previous years. So you heard Shelly uh, talk about those Bible studies and how great they are. Uh, those are all available for free on Youth Resource. And then uh, also tons of uh, different resources for you to be thinking about. Hey, um, I don't know how I could get my kids connected to community service or service in our congregation. Here's a bunch of ideas and resources to be able to do that as well. So um, all of that's going to be available on Youth Resource. We'll make a link in the show notes uh, to be able to do that. Even if you can't go to a servant event, mm-hmm. there's ways for you c- to be able to serve back mm-hmm. home. So a few closing questions for you to consider. Uh, first, have how have you seen service impact the lives of your youth? How has or might service to your congregation build bridges into your community and provide opportunities to share the gospel? And finally, what sermon event might you consider for next summer or summers beyond? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you give the youth of your congregation an opportunity to serve in your congregation, community, and beyond. We pray God uses that service as a reflection of his love to draw both adult leaders, youth, and others closer to him. Engel's podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or to find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church. Mm-hmm.